Hey everybody, Coach here. How are you doing this week? I hope everything through your November is going smoothly. Hey, today we discuss the one season approach to a DIY landscape project or renovation. Prep is king and time is the teacher. So let's get going, shall we? Hey, I'm Matt, you can call me Coach. Every Friday I bring with me landscape DIY education, concepts and theories, ideas and solutions, so you guys can go out and tackle a landscape project yourself, get professional results, save a whole lot of money in the process, and in this day and age, be a lot more self-reliant. Man, after a 20 plus year career in the green industry, I'm bringing with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I wanna share with you guys the new, modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. So, for those who are acquiring a new home, at least a new home to them, whether it has an existing landscape or it is brand new with a dirt lot around a house in the middle, this episode is about a one season approach before you do almost anything to the landscape in the form of major renovation. I am so glad you guys are here. I think you'll learn something out of this one. Maybe to pump the brakes a little bit before you go rushing out and doing stuff. So, what is the reason for this approach? It was something I was taught many, many years ago in landscape design and ornamental horticulture. Giving yourself about three months, or basically one season, before you launch a landscape renovation is based and rooted in something that I hold near and dear to everything I bring to the landscape table. That is planning, observation, and acclimation. It really allows you to settle into the new place that you have just purchased, into the neighborhood, into the town if it is different, into the area if it is different, and have life kind of return from that stratosphere of moving and chaos and boxes and new schools, maybe a new job, maybe a new commute, all the things that all of that entails. You know what I'm talking about. Maybe some of you have been there. Plus, you become more familiar with the routine, your new routine. And in and around the house and yard, you start picking up on little things here and there that you may have missed, little eccentricities, you know, like a a shingle missing or a, a leaky water faucet or, or whatever it might be, you start to pick up on those things as you spend more and more time there. And some of that may have been missed on an, a house inspection or a walkthrough at the, at the end of your escrow and purchase. So picking up on these things may or may not apply directly to your eventual landscape project that you already have in your head to a certain degree. Getting those little things corrected prior to major projects, major things to be done, is helpful and allows for the punch list to begin and to get those things checked off so they're not stinking up the joint when you're ready to really put a shovel in the ground. This one season time frame also allows for close observation of a few key things that applies directly to landscape renovation. Let's take a look at a couple of them. Number one, it allows for you to observe the sun and shade shadows and sun and shade lines to reveal themselves over the course of a whole season and key you into what can 
and cannot be planted or located in places based on too much sun or too little sun, depending on the sun arc throughout this three months. And then at that time, you can kind of guesstimate as the sun travels more north, or if I'm talking to you in the southern hemisphere, more south, as the warmer, longer days of spring and summer arrive. This includes things like outdoor living areas, dog runs. I mean, it may be in shade in November and December, which wherever you happen to be might be a little cold for doggo out there. And then again, it might be in blistering hot sun come June and July. Not so good for doggo either. So you may have to think it out, or you may have to make it into some type of a shelter area if he or she is going to be residing out there when you're at work. The other things to consider, you know, you don't want to say, hey, this would be a great place for a veggie garden, and it's in full shade come June and July. That's not going to work either. Plus other elements coming and going, drainage, water accumulation, any number of things, you're going to start picking up on that as your next 90 days or whatever start to evolve. It also allows for acclimation to what changes you really want. Many times, and I've seen this a boatload of times, initial impressions of new homeowners tend to fade and change as you observe the landscape. What you initially thought was something you needed to change right away kind of fades a little bit or it ramps up. You go, oh my God, I didn't even notice that. That has got to go. There's no way we can keep that. Some of these things. And then it also allows for the acclimation and time to discuss so that one person isn't just galloping off into this landscape renovation within two weeks of being there. And the other one's going, hey, sl slow down. Let's talk about what we want to do. What are we going, blah, blah, blah. And so you get a little bit of cooperation and cohesiveness of thought and direction through this acclimation of being there. You know, really sometimes discussion, ideas, and changes of mind enter into the picture very, very easily and not just one time. What you may think may just stop after a couple of weeks, it rears its head again or fades into the background and you understand that you can tolerate this or you can uh, work with this. Maybe it's a, a large tree or maybe it's a, stand of bamboo. Go figure. You could pull 10,000 things out of the air and it's going to change. Maybe you're going to take it out. Maybe you're going to leave it in. But that three months is going to give you that time frame to work in and around a game plan. If this is a new area altogether for you, you know, the environment itself will teach you lessons. Maybe it is a lot colder where you've moved or maybe hotter, drier, wetter, more windy, more humid. And what happens, you know, is that you, you, your body, your lifestyle will conform to this new environment and your landscape will teach you what is going to work and what is not. You're going to be able to look around the neighborhood that you're in now, see what is being planted, see what looks good to you and adjust your thought pattern accordingly. And with this, it will give you time to seek out new plant material and new plant material knowledge for the area. Maybe plants you are not familiar with at all. What is their care? What are their annual needs? Maybe you, you've moved from upper Nebraska 
and now you're in northern Florida. Now, that would be a slight change in what works and what doesn't work, what the environment is and what it is not. See what I'm saying? It will also allow you that three months, that one season, to source out material suppliers that you might be tapping into for the project. Maybe what their prices are, where are they located at, and what are some of their policies? Like they only deliver products. They don't want you to come in with a truck and trailer, or they don't have a delivery policy at all and you have to come pick it up. Then where are the local box stores? Where's the mom and pop nurseries? Are there any specialty shops like an irrigation and lighting place? You know, this is the time that you do some of this reconnaissance on a Saturday morning with your cup of joe and you learn about it. As an example, let's just hypothetically take an example. Let's say you are moving into the new abode right now, this week, the middle of November, with all that will be going on with holidays, um, the season itself settling in. Does it really make sense to attack a new landscape project now? Hell no, no, it doesn't. My gosh, you, you know, you, you got, Thanksgiving, if you choose to celebrate that, you got the colder parts of winter that are knocking on the door. And in some places you wouldn't be able to do anything anyway, especially if you're way up in the Northern latitudes. Even if you are re relocating, like I said, from the, the upper reaches of Colorado to Florida and have the ability, the weather, the cooperation from mother nature that you could do it, it really is best to wait and absorb a season before considering a complete or even partial landscape makeover. These precious days or so, 90 days-ish, allows a plan and a design to come about, literally a design, which as I have discussed last week and many times before that, it will really, that, that design guys, when you put that together, not only solidifies it on paper, it also solidifies it between your ears. And with that solidification in your mind and any professionals you choose to bring on for part of the project, it will really be an eye opener as to what the project will entail and how to go about it. Not only the professionals will be impressed with the fact that you put this thing together, but you'll be impressed with yourself as how much your knowledge base has raised up since starting your due diligence and giving it that one season approach. So, okay, like in our example, mid-November, let's fast forward 90 days-ish. You are now on the cusp of spring or whatever season you are now settled. You have made your observations. You have a plan in place. You have a course of action, a schedule, very important, a schedule of work not only for yourself, but any pros. Your time off is scheduled. Maybe you'll take a whole week off to attack this thing. And if you're really lucky, maybe you'll have a small band of brothers or sisters, friends or relatives to maybe help out with any sort of demolition or get you started type of thing, if you're lucky. And you are ready. You're ready because you've given yourself time and you haven't rushed into this thing like a bull in a china shop in tackling it. It is all planned out. Because you waited, researched, observed, designed, sourced and gathered, you become a much more confident DIYer and are able to see a project through much easier from start and especially to finish. 
you are able to acquire, if you choose, maybe a, a subcontractor or two if needed, and have them on the schedule. Because you planned this weeks or months ago, you were able to dovetail your project schedule and timeline with the professionals. Because many professionals might be weeks or months out. You never can tell. You know, this is how DIYers who are successful follow the pro's habits and have great outcomes and not some half-baked gong show asshat approach to a major home renovation. You know, follow what the pros do, the good ones anyway. And this is how we kind of come out of the DIYer and evolve into the professional by being good time managers, good execution of schedule, good acquisition of the things we need ahead of time. So when we arrive at your house and we're doing it for you, all of that stuff is in place. And although it might be difficult for some to, to understand it all, for some of the pros, it becomes just another day at the office. I know that I'm gonna be starting the Smith's house, you know, two weeks from now. Well, I've got a couple of pieces of plant material and some specialty lights I need to order. Now is the time I'm ordering it for that particular job, even though I'm not at that job yet. But by the time we're ready to launch on a scheduled date, these things are now a couple days away or a week away. When I'm in the middle of it, I got all those specialty things taken care of. You know, giving yourself this time is critical and allows you to build that confidence, that knowledge base, and the mental perseverance based on due diligence and knowledge to succeed at this renovation without a lot of mental anguish. You know, coming into this time of year or anything, any time of year, and you give that one season approach, if you're really itching to do something, man, I get it. And I have been there on more than one occasion. For those with new homes, new homes like a new home purchase, but you have an existing yard, maybe just a good cleanup is in order if you really need to do something. That is if weather allows. Make sure all the things that will be staying as far as irrigation, drainage, lighting, hazards, fences, etc. are all addressed and what is staying is in satisfactory shape for now. This way you can sleep at night and not allow problems to build up ahead of your major renovation that might be upcoming. So be patient. Be thoughtful of what you want to do and then develop a plan around that. Involve everybody in the house. And when designing, think of the future and your needs down the road. This is something that I really touched on in depth last week. Check it out if you're interested. You know, the old adage, good things come to those who wait. This is the perfect example of that old adage. Be patient, please be patient. Hey, I wish you guys a smooth project of whatever level it is and I am always an email away to answer any questions that you might have. This one season approach is also a great time, <laughs> shameless plug here, a great time to snag my ebook or put yourself through the digital course and be that much more educated and informed, especially if you're kind of a newbie to doing this kind of stuff. Check these products out, not only for yourself, but hey, they are gonna make great Christmas gifts as well. Youryardcoach.com. Guys, I really appreciate your attention here. I hope you picked up on a little something there. And as always, to your landscape success, I will see you guys next Friday as always. Check out the new Wisdom app this coming weekend where live Q&A abilities will be going on regarding this topic and whatever else might come up landscape-wise. Maybe I'll see you over there. You guys, take care.
Thank you for listening to the Yard Coach Podcast. Don't forget to head over to the website at youryardcoach.com where you will find more DIY landscape education, including the free 15-step DIY landscape checklist, Coach Matt's ebook called Landscaping Simplified, and the flagship digital course, Homescape 1.0. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email Coach Matt directly at youryardcoach at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week.